Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Biz Shiz. We are an e-commerce consultancy that look after all things e-commerce online for businesses, individuals, um, small startups, and everything in between. So we run a lot of um, face-to-face courses, often with on uh, topics to do with Amazon, um, sort of like a beginner's course, uh, like a mastermind day, and lots of other stuff in between. Um, we look at Shopify and eBay and Etsy as well, but just we don't have as much need for those because um, Amazon is obviously king at the moment. But we look at other things online as well um, to do with Google Shopping or just looking at stuff in-house for specific businesses who want to do some yeah, further work on their products. So it could just be do with optimization. It can be to do with PPC, Google Analytics. It, there's lots, lots of different ways of driving sales online. But we cover all of this and more within our training. We also have a very informative website. We'll find lots of great content there as well. So today we want to talk about voice search. So here's what we're going to look at today. So we're all used to having search results come back from the likes of Alexa, Siri and Google Assistant to name just a few. But being able to optimise for voice search is going to be more crucial in the future just because of how people are searching on their devices in in this day and age, effectively. So why is voice so popular? One of the reasons is speed, but it's also about accessibility. You've got to imagine people who've got their hands full, such as a parent, and they want a quick answer. Imagine the mum in the kitchen, you know, we've got a sick toddler and maybe a a very tired baby, and she wants an answer quickly to her her question, you know, maybe about medication or something like that for for one of her children. Or maybe you're traveling in the car and you can't get, um, you know where to stop and you're lost and you just need to get to a certain destination. I've often been in that situation myself where, you know, the sat-nav's not working. So you go to Google, you're looking at the directions and you're trying to get to where you need to go to. So again, time is important. There are so many advantages to this type of data and the reasons why being able to optimize for your search is important. So how can we be found for a voice search versus text? How does this work? One of the first things you will want to do is to find the terms your customers are searching for. This will be important in order to optimise for voice. This is where you can run a keyword research, survey your customers, ask your um, customer service agents what kind of language your customers are using to to describe your product or service. And what are the most common questions as well? Once you know those search terms, that that is half of the puzzle. And you want to consider how your customers talk about your product. Do they use a colloquial term? Do they shorten it? Do they abbreviate it? Do they call it by a different name other than the one that you've you know, launched us as a product? Displaying information the way your customer wants and crucially with the language they use will make your searches so much more relevant. There is no real difference in the way that voice is picked up in terms of optimization, But when it, it does, it comes down to structured data. The data which were picked up by voice will be the same as the text search generally. Google is going to prioritise the search result, which is the most informative and easiest to access and also to understand for the customer. Google is a feel-good machine. Don't forget that. They want the customer to get the first result the first time. They don't want them being unhappy with it. And that's where structured data comes in. It is known that the search will prefer to select the easiest answer. So for this, we're we're looking at things like short snippets of text, bullet points, lists, tables, and other other forms of text in that way. They're going to want to know, you know, a quick, easy answer that's to the point. 
you know, if it's about, I don't know, um, a, a, a member of the royal family, for example, or some historical event that's happened in the past, you know, of a, a date of, say, um, a birth of a king, for example, they just want to go and know maybe that just that one thing. When was King George born? When did he die? That kind of idea. If you think about Wikipedia, that's a perfect example of structured data. Everything is in a particular order for every single topic. So it's um, a perfect scenario. So how can you scale your business within this? Because obviously we're thinking about each of our businesses and how we're going to get found in search results, how our customer is going to see us and therefore how we're going to make sales from that. So templates, templates of structured data, which can be used over and over again. Once your site has a set template for the data you provide, Google get, will get used to this and treat it more favourably. So it's going to come up in more searches. For example, if there's a health website on a treatment page, you might find such things as symptoms, causes and treatment. Or in a recipe site, there might be the ingredients and method for each recipe. The template will be the same for each one, making it easier to search for and understand. It's all about providing people with the correct information and finding it as quickly as possible. Do the search results within these virtual assistants differ? It's always a good question. Generally speaking, Google very much owns this market as a leading search engine. So all data is still taken from their site. The only difference would be if the search was related to a product that that, that particular company stocked. For example, if, uh, if you were searching for a microwave with Alexa, which is the virtual assistant owned by Amazon, they would obviously give you search results relating to their own website and not a competitor. The same with Apple and Siri. Is you know, it's, if if you're searching for an Apple or a phone related product, they're probably going to put their own up there in the search results before any any other competitor. It is possible to upload data for the individual data library for each of these products for these virtual assistants, but each of these virtual assistants will access their own different business model generally. What can a business do to increase the chances of being found on voice search? Utilise a lot of the resources which are already to be found on the internet, is my advice. So things like frequently asked questions. There's lots of different sites that do that, from Quora to um, Yahoo Answers to many, many more. Google is helping us out here by providing us with data, which they've accumulated over many years. So there's going to be lots of information on the internet, on Google, that's going to answer a lot of your questions. This is especially good for smaller businesses who are interested in producing content. They can streamline this to take the best information and create an amazing piece of content. This will then rank, rank highly within searches and answer a lot of common questions because they are going to write an article that is going to give you all the answers in a very simplified form to lots of key search for pieces of information. You can also do the same with information from other sites. For example, on Amazon, there's a product um, similar to your own. Use the information to give the best answer available. Always remember to present this information in a way which represents the language that your customer is using. The frequently asked question is an absolute goldmine of opportunity, more so than any keyword research that you will ever do. So if you're selling a kettle on Amazon, for example, and your competitor is selling a very similar kettle and they've got frequent asked questions on that page, 
then you can obviously use that information to put and say that customer, say that business hasn't actually answered those questions. You can use the same questions, put them on your own page, and then you will rank higher and your product will come up in a higher search than theirs will. That's one way of doing it. But in a lot of these things, when we're talking about things, you know, in terms of ranking higher for SEO or being found in a better way, whatever it is, it always seems to come down to things like frequently asked questions to do with structured data and lots of other other things besides. Um, It's always about finding the frequently asked question because that is the best keyword research you can ever do um, because you're highlighting and you're getting to the top of that food chain, essentially, of what people actually are looking for instead of kind of going around the houses with it. So semantic searches. So just a look at this before we finish on this topic. It is quite a long one. Um, so a semantic search is where you seek to understand the user's intent in order to give results which match their search better. One way in which to make it easier is to be picked up by voice search is to make sure your headings match the user's search. So again, thinking about their questions, thinking about the keywords that they're using and the phrases that they're using to describe something. For example, if you were giving the symptoms of measles on a health site, you would write the symptoms of measles are instead of just symptoms. Uh, When Google picks up language like this, it knows instantly that it is correct information. Writing headings as questions within blog posts is also a good rule of thumb anyway. Um, The same can be said of things like Google My Business, um, thinking about what people are Googling for in terms of uh, a service that is being provided. So within the post section of Google My Business, you could write things like, um, are you looking for a new dishwasher? Oh, we have dishwashers for sale, yada, yada, yada. Or or something like that, something where somebody is asking a question. You know, if they want to know um, black jumper for sale, you would write it in a different way with a question mark. And then it would be along those keyword searches that the customer is looking for. I hope you enjoyed this topic. It is a very complicated situation. Um, We've got a very detailed blog post on this online on our website, which is bishes.co.uk. We urge you to go and check that out. Um, All the links are within the content of our um, podcast situation here, but also you'll find us on every social media site going. If you want to drop us a message on the podcast, that would be great. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Um, and this isn't just a, a monologue um, and also social media by all means drop us a message and follow us on any of those channels that would be great too equally if you want to drop us an email it's hello at vicious.co.uk so yes um, voice is a very convoluted and in-depth kind of topic it's not something that can be explained in 10 minutes um, although I have tried Um But yes, it's just definitely something to be thinking about for the future, though. You know, structured data is everything, frequently asked questions and thinking about the keyword keyword research that you're doing to inform your SEO will drive results for sure.